Shiva Kamini Samakanda Krampages! Two rounds in and, yeah, now we remember what Shiva's really about. Waiting for injury news and wondering just how many outs you're going to have. Let's hope. It's more pleasure than pain for this week, though you're listening to this podcast, so probably not. It's the Shiva Blast! Well, the Shiva season, we said it was underway last week. It's well and truly underway now. We ride the highs and the bumpy, bumpy lows. And we do that on the Shiva Blast, but I can't do this all on my own. But tonight, I'm not going to introduce Benny Macca. Instead... I've got someone else to do it. Renowned author of BennyMacker.com and that video where he danced around in shorts. Welcome, Benny Macker. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Great to see you all tonight. I see my brother Matt's in the crowd. He absolutely can nail a song, but he's pretty fucking shit at Shiva. <laughs> Chirper's here. Coach Chirper, everybody. Chirper, I love you. Benny Macker beats Chirper part two. Can't wait to see it, though. What? That was a nice comment. <laughs> oh, wow. Damon just slapped the shit out of me. Keep Chirper's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. It was, it was a Chirper shit joke, okay? Keep Chirper's name out your fucking mouth. The podcast. Let's get on with the talking on the, the, the thing. Well, Benny, um, chills. Chills, what a stirring performance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually excited to uh, to listen to that back and see what you've actually um, edited it all together. Uh, I think I'm, <laughs> hopefully my acting performance was uh, was worth it. It, it never is. Um, but that's kind of what makes this better, Benny. It's a, you, you've got your own style, your own charm. Uh, that's what we love about you. Or despise. I don't know. It, I, I don't know what perspective people are coming from. Um Benny, welcome back to the podcast, mates. Two weeks in, let's put 30 seconds on the clock. All right, Benny, off you go. Well, I scored 15.39 oh, this Jesus. week That's and had much. another win. Um, sitting on top of the ladder. And thankfully... No, I'm, I've, I've had enough. I've had enough. That, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> enough. Thankfully, I don't care. 15.30 <laughs> seems excessive. And I know people are up to your 16 and 1700s. We'll hear about it in the stats shortly. But I am struggling to get over 1400 at the moment. I, I scored 13 something last week. Just scraped 1400 this week. Caught myself a loss. It was actually relatively close. Like I was in it to the last game. But no, one and one now. And facing Messi this week, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Messi, mm, lots of love to you, mate. But I think I had Jake Bowie on my bench as well, so oh. I didn't even get his 125. Okay, no, you, I'm, I'm cutting you off, Benny. <laughs> but we're, we're at that stage now, right? And I, I said it in the intro where we are oddly just waiting for the shoe to drop in terms of injuries or COVID. The, the, this feeling is very familiar. You're just, you're just waiting for your team to fall to shit. Yeah, well, I've I've had two late outs um, in two weeks and managed to get super lucky by having uh, Tom Power be a, a late in in both of those. So, I've uh, I'm I'm pushing my luck at the moment. I'm hoping I can ride it for a few more weeks. I know a lot of fancy podcasts will say this, but in terms of drafting people intentionally that you know are going to miss weeks, this is like a great example of why you should not do that. Because I took Toby Green. Because of the dearth of forwards in the draft, I took Toby Green there. I was like, okay, five weeks out. If I can scrape maybe two wins, that 
I think I'll be okay. And I, I won in the first week. I think, okay, I'm in a good spot. But now I'm one and one. I got Toby Green out. I drafted Elliot Yo late as some depth, thought thinking he might be back. He's out. And now today, and we'll, we'll cover this shortly, but Jacob Hopper's out for like 12 weeks. 12 really? Weeks. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden. Wasn't he managed or something? Yeah, he was, that- man- he was managed for a week. And then earlier today, it was like he might be out for another one. That's what the injury list had him at. Now uh, 12. Yeah, three months. Jesus. That's a that's a huge blow because he was uh he was looking really good last year. Yeah, I won't be seeing him till after buys, but I reckon um, on the other side of that, if you do have Tom Green, hey, Tom Green time, so enjoy that. Um, Guess who has Tom Green? Oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking terrible. All right, the smugness is coming back. I'm I'm liking the fact that I actually drafted this year. I'm 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 taking ownership of my team this year, for you, better or worse. Do you know what? I'm going to turn the blame on myself here. This is interesting. I've given you a, a platform to do this again. Like I, I could have ignored you otherwise if we weren't doing this. <laughs> Shame it's on good. me. Let's do it's the good. headlines. Extra, extra. The only place you can hear the Shiva Blast headlines is on the Shiva Blast. Here are your headlines this week. Hurry up and finish, you musical fuckwits. As we said last week, Benny, we don't necessarily need to go through each of the news items, but what we can do is look at the Shiva considerations of the headlines. And first up, have the waivers released because, God damn, that took some time. I reckon one of my leagues, it seemed to be different for every league, but it, I reckon it, it there really was did. one that yeah. only went today. <laughs> Are you serious, man? Yeah. That's a long, long time. Um, it's interesting because, um, generally speaking, you know, I've got a little bit of time during the day on Monday, so now... Um, I've actually got some moments to kind of consider who I'd like to pick up on the waivers. Completely forgot this week. And uh, would you agree that this kind of early quarter of the year is like prime time for the waivers, right? Because this is when you can actually pick up some people that can make a difference in your squad. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of people that have kind of come from nowhere to start scoring pretty well. I mean, the two obvious ones, because they have fantasy classic relevance as well, was, was Hayes and Martin. But even someone like I, I picked up Brad Close out of the waiver. Yep. Um, you know, someone like that who went from a fringe player who, you know, it's not going to score 110 or whatever he did every single week, but it seems like he's cemented in the best 22. And if he can get a 70 as a forward, that's probably pretty good. But what was interesting was I completely forgot on Monday and then Tuesday morning um, someone in another group chat actually said, the waivers opened up, realised they hadn't put in uh, put in some uh, RFA requests. So um, thank you, Waivers, for being a little bit slow. You actually helped me out a little bit. Um, let's talk about some of the big injury news from this week because it's going to have quite a bit of impact on Shiva. Zach Merritt, he's a first-rounder on ADP, average draft position of 11 across Shiva. Six to eight-week injury, losing your first-rounder, never fun. No, no, that that can just about fuck your season, um, especially in the mids because it, it's really hard to replace a um, 100 average mid. That's, you're dropping 30 to 40 points off the bat. What's interesting about some of these picks as well is strategically how do you deal with it? Because at zero and two, your season's not over. So you don't, you don't want to just say, oh, actually, I better trade that injured player to someone who's got two wins to see if I can just kind of keep things on the level like it's probably too early to act like that would you say yeah and, and i mean as you mentioned earlier that that uncertainty this year is going to make it harder for 
people to want to stash those guys, even if they're doing well. Like I think if it was six weeks to go um, before the end of the year and a player was out for four or something and you could pretty much guarantee he'd be back for finals, that's the sort of thing I would do. But uh, holding someone this early in the season for um for six to eight weeks is just it's too long, I think, because all all that's going to happen is if you get one more injury, then you're just going to fuck your own team as well. Yeah, you'd have to be fucking confident about your position to take that on. Um, spoke about Jacob Hopper already, but Nat Fife kind of falls into the same category because people might have thought, I'll pick up Fife as, let's say, like a, a, a mid four, um, actually earlier than that because his average draft position in our league was 68. So wow. for a lot of people, that's going to be M2, M3, right? Yeah. Now, he's out for another six to eight weeks. You add on the two weeks from the start of the season, you're potentially only getting, if you're lucky, one game out of Nat Five before the buyers. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, mentioning the buyers is probably a, a decent point because that's about the time where these six to eight-week injuries don't matter as much because three of those are taken out by the buyer. So yeah. that, that's the sort of time where I'd potentially look to get one of these guys and stash him on my bench. But, yeah, as you said, now is too early for that. Sean Darcy, um, we knew last year could have been a flash in the pan. Now, no one's questioning the guy's scoring potential, but he was always a bit of an injury magnet, and that's proven to be the case at the start of this year. Went off at last week with a rolled ankle. He's got an ADP of 30. People had to go early to get Sean Darcy. Now, he's not out necessarily, um, but you're going to be riding that injury for a little while. Yeah, and... Yeah. He's made a tissue paper that bloke, and there's um, there's every chance that he that he's up and down like that all all season. So uh, have fun if you got him. Another one that's going to hurt people, Taron Thomas, uh, four to eight weeks with internal bruising that looked brutal, um, getting kicked right in the ribs. Uh, that kind of four to eight week is a really annoying time frame because you know he could be back in a month or again. It could be a buy situation. You might not be seeing your F1, F2 for a long time. ADP of 43. Yeah, he's, you know, someone like Fife or Mera, there you kind of have to keep them. Someone like Thomas, it's he's right on that borderline where, you know, he was he was a risk for a breakout candidate anyway. Um, he's got very little trade value, I would think. So what do you do with him? Are you really going to stash him? He might come back and average 75 once you are if you've stashed him for eight weeks, which is just going to be brutal. Oh, but you couldn't cut. I, I don't think I'd be able to bring myself to cutting a bloke that I drafted in the fourth round. Yeah, especially if I, it, co- I couldn't. I just, out of principle, I couldn't do it. Something like an injury, like internal bruising, to me that it could easily just like um, be a two-week injury out of nowhere as well. Um. So even though they're saying four to eight, yeah, that, that, there is risk around that, I think. Do it me was... a favor and just instead of cutting him, just if, if you feel like you want to do that, trade him for something. Someone will take that on for something. You will get something out of someone. Um, Benny, I'm assuming if you're scoring 1500s that you don't really have any West Coast players. You mustn't. Uh, I don't, actually. I... I picked up a couple in some other leagues, like people like uh, Foley and Nash. I think are potentially going to still be in the um, in the best twenty-two when um, when other people come back. But uh, no, I, I've managed to never pick a uh, 
a West Coaster. It's crazy to see the work around there that they're doing with COVID and everything else that's going on at the club. Um, I've got Shannon Hearn that I'm kind of riding in the background. And I mean, Old Man Winter up the back uh, is at least scoring a little bit. I'd, I'd rather him get a little bit more ball, which I assumed he probably would because I thought it would just be prolifically down in defense for the Eagles all the time. But teams aren't beating up on them enough yet. Maybe that'll come. Yeah, I think you wait till the um, the end of the year, and if they have, if they're still having um, top up players running around, then there could be some pretty ugly scores. Let's talk about the loop options because, like round one, we've actually got three games that we can consider this week: a Thursday night and overlapping Friday night games, which may be one of the worst fucking gimmicks the AFL has ever gone with. The back, and you'll agree with me on this: the backhanded gift to South Australia where we finally get a Friday night showdown hosted by the Crows and it's overlapped with an all-Vic game because you can't have a standalone South Australian game, Benny. Well, I think it was just because of the um, the original plan of having the, the women's grand final on the Saturday Arvo. I think that was the reason why they went the doubleheader. Then tell me why there's another Friday doubleheader in round eight. Uh I don't know. Oh, isn't it like Mother's Day or some shit on the Sunday? Fucking bullshit, mate. All right. Let's, instead of grumbling. Bang. I actually like the doubleheader on a Friday night. Oh, yeah, but you're a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> Bulldogs against the yes. Swans tomorrow night. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, could be tonight. Um, good options to loop. Uh, Harry Schoenberg. He's, he's given me a couple of 70 scores so far. I feel like he's, he's not playing that great a footy, but... Um, he's still around the ball quite a lot, so I think he has the potential to, to score pretty well. Um, there's plenty of Bulldogs. You know, Take your pick of basically any of those fringe Bulldogs, and I think um, there's a chance that they can score well. Um, my boy, Jake Bowie, uh, he's almost going to be on the field next week, but uh, <laughs> I could loop him. Peter Wright. That's someone I'm Oh, loving. yeah, fucking uh, know. He was on, what, 75 or something at seven, quarter time? I reckon it was 74 at quarter time. He only just scraped the 100, bless his heart. But uh, that is the kind of guy that you want to be playing off your bench. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, that is one good thing about having the doubleheader on a Friday night. There is plenty of options, but uh, it comes with risk because I had Isaac Rankin uh, late out, um, especially those guys, you know, the, the Gold Coasts and the – Frios, the guys that always play on Sunday, you know, need to really watch them. Yeah. Oh, with the laid outs, it's, it's, yeah. it can be absolutely devastating. I was going to knock you because I gave you a prompt for what Bulldogs or Swans players uh, should we loop. And then you said Harry Schoenberg. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you understand how just two people can communicate effectively on a podcast. <laughs> well, you've written Crows versus Port down there as well. So I was taking all three of those matches holistically. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, one more thing I want to talk about in the headlines. Andrew Brayshaw. Now, every year you're going to have a midfielder that just takes it to the next level. And we're only two rounds in, so it's hard to judge that yet. But all signs point to Andrew Brayshaw, right? Uh, scored over 170 this week. He's averaging 150.5 after two rounds. And it got me thinking, Benny, about Cam Gorder. Because our mate Cam Gorda, he has one mantra, which is? Never pick a docker. Never pick a docker. So I, I asked Coach Cam, in light of the fact that 
after two rounds, the highest scoring player in all of Shiva is Andrew Brayshaw, a Fremantle player. I said, is it time to reconsider and maybe take Andrew Brayshaw? No, it's not. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Cam Gorder, everyone. I was I was half expecting a, a thesis, but then I remembered it was Coach Cam, so <laughs> that that was a, a thesis by his standards. Beautiful, just just absolutely stunning. Um, maybe he's out the back smoking meats. I don't know. He's just sometimes a man of few words. The Ron Swanson, if you will, of Shiva. Uh, let's get into a little bit of this. <laughs> I'm a stat man. All right, Benny, this is on you. The stats for the week. I, I believe you also have a bit of an update for me because um, I'm in a, a stupid chili bet with Coach Odin um, that, I mean, questionable that I entered while drunk. Um, I feel like I was taken advantage of at the draft party. Wouldn't be the first time. So what remind me of the bet. It's who scores the most overall points between yourself and Odin. Is that right? I believe so. In the minor round, so not finals, um, it is purely based on scoring four. That's it. Okay. Well, you're both, both not doing great. <laughs> no, um, I'm definitely not doing well, which had me worried. You're, you're averaging 1,400 on the dot with 2,800 points overall. And, um, and Odin is a few spots ahead and he is averaging 14.25 at the moment. So he's oh, 51 50. points ahead. Oh, that's all so, right. Yeah, there's, there's certainly a long way to play out there. It, listen, this is like two idiots having a, yeah, a little bit of a slap battle. Like neither of us are throwing any punches right now. No, no. You're just dancing around in your own respective corners at the moment. <laughs> um, still, still some killer blows to be landed. Oh, man. Jacob Hopper. Get back on the field. I've got, I've got a chili to make Odin eat. Okay. Uh, what do you want to start with here, Benny? Scores of the week? Yeah, we'll do that. So third place this week was Dean's team. So in spite of his shitty name, he uh, managed a 1667. Just we had quite, quite a few more 1600 scores this week. Automatic which, 50 points off. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would have been that would have meant Lee fucking gold would have made the top three. So, no, Dean, you can stay there with your team. <laughs> okay. Um, get a tan Hanley. Uh, had a 1680. Oh, uh, in second place. Per- perennial ha- performer. Yeah, he's always up there. And uh, we had a 17.04 from Kanking Komodos, which top scored this week. Highest score of the year so far. We didn't have a 1,700 last week. No, no. And we had quite a few more 1,600s as well. So that's to be expected, I guess, everyone, um, you know, starting to get a bit more of an indication of who's going to be scoring well and uh, a few more waiver pickups. All right, um, let's, let's head down the other end. Um, last week, it was a, a team called Jacob's team um, who scored well, just a little bit above nine, 900 in his uh, first ever Shiva match. Um, please tell me that name isn't around the bottom three. Unfortunately, I reckon Jacob might be ghost shipping already. Um, he, he's paid his money and he hasn't checked his team because he had an 844 oh, this week. <laughs> that could Could that be an all-time, like, regular, you know, uh, as in, like, 20 minutes and time on quarters score, an all-time low? I I reckon a couple of years ago there was a ghost ship team that we seemed to um uh, seem to be bottom every single week as well. And I reckon um, 
he would have been close to that. But no, that's that's right down there, unfortunately. What's well, a div twenty four? Div twenty four? Yeah. Oh guys, go wake Jacob up. Fuck. He still he had Maynard, uh Shiel, Hanabry, Dunstan, um Kane Lambert all on the field, Tim English on the bench. <laughs> and Matt Rao on the bench as well. Great. Excellent. So just a, a coaching du jour, coaching masterclass. A team actually looks not too bad if he was setting his lineup. Maybe he so, doesn't just... Come on, Jacob. Maybe he just didn't get the memo that after the draft, there's actually more work to be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think there is... He's, you know, he's got Josh Dunkley um, and Duncan. So he's he's actually got half-decent team if he, uh, if he decided to set it. God. Okay, who else is in the bottom three? Oh fuck! Now I have to click back to the other one. Uh, oh, I'm, Arden so, I'm, Street I'm sorry Ducks. to over. I'm sorry to overcomplicate things for you, Benny. <laughs> uh, Arden Street Ducks in Tim Ni- in uh, Div 19. I think that might be Tim Cordner's lad. I can't remember his name. No, um, Jack. No, J- Jack's in a much higher division. Is he? Okay. Well, someone called Arden Street, which I thought was a oh Coach Matt. Well, Arden Street is just you know, isn't that just kangaroo folklore? Arden Street. Maybe it's just another yeah, kangaroo it is. fan. So, are or you Tim saying Cordner that there's fan. another North Melbourne fan in the world? Well, it could be a Tim Cordner I refuse fan. to believe it. Anyway, he scored a 9.95. And Man of Steel, unfortunately, it's a great name, but he's still down um, with a 10.33. Ouch. Now, I want to save the highest scoring loser for bad beats, but the lowest scoring winner, always a little bit of fun. Who got that this week? Uh, good question. Oh. I need to fucking read. The preparation. Oh. I'm blown away. J Rocks in uh oh no, DDPV in D four had a twelve eighty five and uh and beat J Rocks for the twelve seventy two. Fucking hell, like so, and, and he's always a great performer. Yeah. DDPV and, and still can get a win when he scores in the twelve hundreds. Yeah. Unbelievable. So and then the high one, we're saving that one, is that right? For the bad beat. I'm I'm glad once again that you're picking up on what I'm putting down here. You didn't put it in the run sheet. I have to click around the uh, spreadsheet. Man, I'll give you a serve if I could, but this man is much better at it. Let me kiss you. Let me kiss you. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Crutz of Service, brought to you by Crutt. I believe his young fella said, keep your lips luscious. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, um, we've we got to give a big shout out to Crutt and Katie as well, the Hutton family. Um, they welcomed brand new child into the mix, young Teddy, Edward Wilson Hutton. Um, lots of love and support to our mate Crutz. Uh, you, you would have met... Um, his older son, Billy, um, Eddie's older brother, um, when we did the train draw for the draft He was the picks. one that conducted the uh, the draft lottery. Yeah, but uh, young Teddy is the newest addition, so nah, sending some love. I think Crutch uh, just adjusting to two children now. Good fun. Well, as we all know, it's way more than double the work, so uh, I think we'll give Crutch a pass on, uh, on, the, uh, <laughs> on the lip service this week. 
Now, last week, Benny, we introduced a brand new segment to the Shiva Blast. It's called Bad Beats. And what I loved about it is we, we spruced this ahead of time. And Coach Odin York, uh, my chili adversary, he actually sent in a Daniel Powter-themed theme song for the segment. We, we love a sting. He sent one in. We loved it. But I did say that if you've got a a sting to contest, something that you think might be better, we encourage we encourage anyone to take it on, right? You were really only speaking to maybe two other people in the whole of Shiva. <laughs> I don't you... know. I, I don't know who you to the audience may pick this up and run with it. Could be anyone. It could be anyone, but if it wasn't Alex Mulholland, it was going to be my brother Matty Macca. So we've got a new one in now, Benny. Here's the thing. I'm going to play this news thing. We've still got Odin's. I'm not going to play them both this week. But at the end of it, you and I are going to vote. Yay, it's better than Odin's. Let's keep it. Or nay, this is the only time we ever hear it. We're back to Odin next week, unless someone else contests. Okay. This is Matty Macca's attempt at a Bad Beats theme, I believe. It's already too long. Sometimes you don't want to log into UF. You want to hide your face, you want to disappear. The fire's in your heart, and your words are mainly swears, bad beats. Bad beats And tried to set your team Tried to do what you can You thought that you would beat the other girl or man But a tackle gets scrubbed Or a guy gets injured Bad beats When your beats really bad Bad beats Bad beats Thought you'd won but now you've been defeated (laughs) Felt that your team was up for the fight but then you lose, it's not been your night Bad beats Bad beats Bad beats Bad beats Now, here's the thing Do we have to judge it as the entire 1 minute 30 song that it is? Or are you talking about just the little backing vocals in the last 4 seconds? Or, or, or can you in your mind cut it down and say Maybe if you'd submitted a 30-second version of that, it'd be far better. Well, ostensibly, this is a song contest now. It so is. With, with, as a, with as a result, <laughs> I'm going to have to pick Odin. I also pick Odin. That you, you've, been, you've been evicted. <laughs> Odin is the reigning champion, but, oh, Matty Macca, I'm it once again. <laughs> Feel free to enter next week, though. <laughs> I hope, we, I hope we get a song from him every week. <laughs> a, different, a different Bad Beats song. All right, Benny, I'll put it out to the main group. We didn't get much traction on that post this week, but in the Shiva Messenger chat, and if, if you are part of the Facebook group and you think to yourself, actually, I'd like more nerd interaction, 
sometimes with a little bit of a crow-tinged supporting, then there is a messenger group that you can join. Now, in, in this... <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you would. Yeah, right. Unless you want to, unless you want to listen to me all day. But uh, no, if, if you want to uh, um, just chat footy most of the time, then uh, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll add you. I've taken long leaves of the absence from this messenger group. <laughs> You're time. definitely on mute until we tag you in something. <laughs> yeah, the off-season is not a time for me to hang out in here. All right, uh, Benny, I did put it in that chat, and we did get a couple of responses. Uh, Brenton said, I had the classic second-top score in the league and lost. Uh, 15.98 he scored, lost to a 16.07. Is that the highest loser of the round, or is there something better than that? No, that, that was it. That was the highest loser. I mean, scoring 15.98 and losing, you you got to be pretty annoyed with that because you scored the 20th highest score in all of Shiva and uh, still lost. Dang. Um, Div 16, someone gave a shout-out. Uh, Coach Bacon gave a shout-out to Coach Amy. She lost by one or two points after a late adjustment. That actually, uh, that actually happened to me in the Keeper League this week that uh, Brad Crouch had done just enough to get me over the line against Eastie in um, a Keeper League where we've gone pretty much head-to-head for half a decade. Um, I got the chocolates, late adjustment, Eastie won. Ugh, dagger to the heart. No, that's uh, well, I'm pretty sure Amy is um, Coach Eastie's wife, so uh, maybe the <laughs> evened out there. Well, maybe there was a bit of tension in the uh, East household after that. Yeah, someone was uh, cheering, the other one was not. That, that's, do you know what? That's the antithesis of a bad beat, which is great. Uh, Coach Jared didn't get the memo. I beat a guy in Div 17 with 147 with a donut on field. Um, no, that's that's a brag. Fucking idiot, Jared. Fucking Only I'm allowed idiot. to do that. No, not even you. Uh, Coach Rory, love you, Rory. He said, I lost by 40-ish points due to Rankin being a laid out and not having emergency cover. Yeah, fucking, you just got to be careful with those loopings. Uh, I lost because Nathan fucking Broad, Daniel fucking Rioli and Josh fucking Battle all turned up on Sunday. That's a bit rough. I mean, those are all pretty solid picks, but uh, to have them all score over 100 is, um, you'd be, you would have thought, yeah, they'll score 250. I should win this easy. But uh, no, I think it was about 320 between them. Nathan Broad, Daniel Rioli, Josh Battle, 325 points. Bad beats. If you get to Sunday night and you've just left with a bad taste in your mouth because of Shiva and not other things, let us know about it in Bad Beats. Plus, if you want to take Coach Odin's reigning champion, his intro on, well, you've got to send us one during the week. That is Bad Beats. Benny, that is Shiva round two done and dusted. We look ahead to round three. I said I'm coaching uh, against Benny Messmaker, absolute champion. We love him. He's uh, been a long-time contributor to the Shiva Blast as well. Uh, who do you have this week? I have uh, Team Madness, Coach Callum. Coach Callum, and, uh, yeah. Top of, top of the uh, table clash. So it's a big one. He's a coach that knows his stuff. Go Coach Callum in this league and not in the, all the others that I uh, – I'm against you in keeper style. Uh, <laughs> Benny, once again, I just want to give you your props for your acting. Um, Razzie coming your way. Congratulations. Well, I'll take it. Uh, that's about as, uh, as much as I deserve, I think. I've got to go now tinker with that acting to make it serviceable. Um, hopefully it works out. We'll both hear it in a little while. Uh, Benny, I'm going to catch you next week. Thanks so much. Hey, no worries. Shiva.
Have a good one. It's been another Shiva Blast. Shiva Kamini Soma Kandakram. Hey! Shiva Kamini Soma Kandakram. Hey!